You're listening to the Health Chick Podcast, your place for tips, resources, and other musings designed to help you live a more vibrant and healthier life. Welcome to Episode 2 of the Health Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Wendemir Riley, Registered Dietitian Nutritionist. This week, we'll be talking about setting SMART goals, integrative functional nutrition, what's growing in the garden, and for podcast newbies, some basic tips to simplify your podcast experience. One tip that I will share right now is that one of the benefits to podcasts is that you can fast forward if needed. Hopefully I won't bore you, but I realize that sometimes I get a little long-winded, so don't feel bad about skipping to the parts that really interest you. So let's dive right in. Last week we talked about what is your why. Okay, let's face it. These days it is neither cheap or easy to be healthy. Temptations abound, and we are bombarded with constant opportunities to pick poor nutrition lifestyle choices. So, what is it that motivates you to make those good choices? How do you resist when there's so many things out there that can easily take you off your health course? Think about it. Write it down. Put it on your vision board. It's really going to be helpful and serve as a gentle reminder to not overdo it during the holidays. Okay, so today it's going to be SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T. Most of us have heard them, we've had to do them at work, maybe you've done them applying it to your health program in the past. Right now is the perfect time to start setting some goals. So don't make the mistake of putting it off and saying, you know what, I'm just going to wait until after the holidays. That's what everyone does. People rarely keep their New Year's resolutions. So give yourself the gift of better health this holiday season and start goal setting now. So what are SMART goals? The S is for specific. The M, measurable. A, actionable. R has a couple of different. It's relevant, realistic, reasonable, and or results-oriented. And finally, the T is for timely. So according to YouGov, uh, they did a poll and eating healthier, getting more exercise, and taking better care of oneself all ranked in the top five. And they were one, two, and four to be exact as far as New Year's resolutions for 2018. All right, well, come on. Do we really ever keep and achieve these goals? Come on, we know we all don't. And so a study by the University of Scranton actually confirmed it. They found that only about 8% of us keep our New Year's resolutions. That is pretty darn pathetic. All right, I don't want you to be in the 92% of people that don't keep your goals. I want you to get into that elite 8%. So how do we do that? So let's dissect our goals until you can really hone into something that's truly useful. And I'll use myself as an example. On last week's show, I talked about how I'm a little bit on the fluffier side right now. So saying I would like to shed a few pounds, it's not really a smart goal. And maybe I will, and maybe I'll put them right back on. So let's like really think about that a little bit more. So I don't really care if I lose any weight. But I would like to be a little bit toner. I would like to turn a little bit of that fat into some muscle. And overall, I would like to be a little bit stronger. Okay, 
here's the thing. I hate to exercise. I know. Shame on me. I hate to exercise. Kind of makes me a crappy dietitian, huh? But there it is. So if I'm sticking to that R in my SMART goal, then that means I need to find something that's going to be fun, that's going to be realistic, um, something that I'm going to do and I'm going to stick with. So I like to fitness hoop. Um, if you've never fitness hoop, I'll talk more about what that is uh, in more detail next week. But it is something that I have done well with in the past. So today I was thinking as I was writing the notes for the show and thinking I needed to come up with some goals for myself. Fitness hooping is really something I think I can do. So I committed to five minutes per day, five days a week for two weeks. And then I'm going to reevaluate and see, is it something that this is going to be the physical activity that I stick with? And can I push it and maybe get a 10 or 15 minutes? Uh, so today I got out the hoop, I got some cool music, and I hooped for six minutes. Uh, and then I wrote it down. I, I got my Fujicate app and I put it in there. And um, I think we'll talk more about apps next week as well. Uh, so I wrote it down. Now, that doesn't really sound too bad, now does it? I mean, five minutes, five days a week. If that gets your butt off of the couch... And if it gets you doing something before New Year's to where you're not going to be like, yeah, I'm just going to wait till after the holidays. Don't wait till after the holidays. Figure out something that you can do before the holiday. Now, really important, write it down, vision board it, share it on your social media page, share it with me. Okay, so... You can use these goals um, for all aspects of your life. Uh, a lot of you that follow me on social media know that I've been using SMART goals to help me get my backyard in order. The backyard is just an absolute disaster. Didn't even want to go out there because it was just so overwhelming. So I committed to 20 minutes a week, all on a few dollars a week. I wasn't going to go crazy. Uh, and now I've got myself a little bit of an oasis going on. I got a place I can sit, I can have a cup of tea, I can look at the yard. Granted, most of the yard is still a wreck, but it's working for me. Today I use the same thing for the, the closet. The house is a mess too. I just moved back. Um, I'm looking, looking around my bedroom and I've got all sorts of um, crates and trunks. I was really overwhelmed. And sometimes we get so overwhelmed that it's just that natural instinct to just not do anything. Um, there's no way I can tackle it, tackle it at all, so I'm just not even going to touch any of it. So last night I, um, I started on the closet, and I, I won't say I took everything out, but I took most of it out, and I am so thrilled that I can actually like walk in my closet. It's nowhere near done. Uh, but I just feel so much better. And I think um, I think we don't realize how our surroundings impact our overall health status. And I think when we when we clear the clutter and um, we have we have space that that, that feels good, uh, it helps us emotionally. It helps with our stress level and um, is a positive impact on on our health. 
So come up with some goals. Again, write them down, share them, uh, and do it before New Year's. Okay, next. So what is a registered dietitian? I get that question a lot. Uh, and then as promised, uh, I said this week I wanted to talk a little bit more about integrative functional nutrition. So an RDN or registered dietitian nutritionist is someone that first has a degree in nutrition from an accredited, an accredited institution. So in the state of Florida, that would be Florida State University, go Seminoles, um, even though not so well in football this year, love my alma mater, uh, University of North Florida, uh, University of Florida, uh, FIU, or Kaiser. And that's it in the state of Florida. And that's why I had to go back up to Tallahassee because unfortunately, uh, Rollins, University of Tampa, USF, and UCF, none of them offer nutrition programs. Shame, shame, shame on you. Um, that just makes it really difficult for people that want to get into the field. So, okay, so you have to get the degree. Um, and even if you do have a degree, I have a first degree from Florida State in International Affairs with a minor in business, but all that meant was that I had to redo all of my science, and that's why my, um, my three-semester um, hiatus when I was MIA kind of turned into three years, but uh, subject for another time. So anyway, you get the degree. After you get the degree, you have to do a 1,200-hour internship. Uh, most of you followed followed me as I um, I went from Boston to Jacksonville to Fort Lauderdale to New Orleans to Central Florida to Tallahassee um, to get mine completed. Not everyone does that. Uh, if you go to Florida State and do their internship program, you could stay right in one area. Um, I did mine through a company called Wellness Workdays that uh, specialized in wellness, and so that's why I um, plus, I like the idea of the distance internship because I had some great rotations. And if you didn't follow along with me on that part of my journey, I'll, I'll share some of that in a future episode. Okay, so you get the degree, you do the internship, you take this um, just really, really hard comprehensive exam that's really, really stressful. Uh, then when you pass that, you pay your fees, fill out your forms, and you become a registered dietitian nutritionist. What does that mean? That means that now I'm qualified to practice nutrition anywhere in the United States. Now, each state has its individual laws, and the state of Florida is very strict. Um, another reason why I... Uh, went back to school and got the dietetic credentials. If you want to practice nutrition uh, and you're not a, a doctor, um, you really need to be a registered dietitian nutritionist in Florida. So I also have a license and that's what the, the LDN portion of that. Now, one of the reasons I did all that is because the field of integrative functional nutrition is just busting wide open. And there were all these just fantastic classes that I wanted to take that I couldn't because I didn't have the proper credentials. Uh, so now I'm involved in taking some of those classes. So next up, what is IFN or Integrative Functional Nutrition? So um, this is, um, it's really, it brings everything together and, and focuses on root imbalances. Uh, 
the field is exploding, nutrition is recognized as a primary cornerstone to maintain health as well as manage and even sometimes reverse disease. Uh, this is nothing new for many of you, but it is very exciting to see this as a mainstream trend um, and as a credible modality. Um, it, it's not those, you know, those, those crazy um, health nut type people. Uh, it is an evidence-based system, and what's nice is there finally is that evidence to show that nutrition is a core component of health. Uh, and that it can improve health outcomes. Uh, it's an approach that focuses on identifying root causes and imbalances to improve health outcomes. It's a medical nutrition model. It combines modern science, clinical wisdom, and critical thinking. All right, that's all really nice. So what does that mean? Well, for starters, we have a whole new world of clinical labs that are now available to help us assess nutritional status. Uh, it's more than just finding out your vitamin D levels or if you have a really progressive doctor finding out what your B12 levels are. It's everything to your um, to a whole um, variety of lipids that we can now measure versus just looking at total cholesterol. Um, uh, it is um, it involves other lifestyle aspects, such as recognizing how stress, relationships, and spirituality, um, as they either contribute or detract from overall health uh, static uh, status, overall health status. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I find the whole field pretty darn fantastic. Uh, if you'd like to learn more, you can go to integrativerd.com. That's I-N-T-E-G-R-A-T-I-V-E-R-D.com. Uh, you can learn more. You can see the directory to find a provider. Um, if you're in Central Florida, you can work with me. I also do telephone consults and Skype consults. Uh, a great, great field. It also means that we are that we are truly integrative, and specifically, what that means is that I can I can talk to your primary care physician, I can talk to your cardiovascular specialist, I can talk to your dermatologist, whoever that you're working with. Now there's a credible source of someone that is looking at your whole nutrition and lifestyle and wellness and able to look at the labs from all those providers, able to look at the prescription medications and look at potential uh, nutritional deficiencies that are caused by prescription drugs. Um, I've actually done some research on that. If you go to my LinkedIn site, uh, you can see my research on um, uh, nutrients and uh, nutrient depletions from prescription drugs. So someone that's actually looking at all of that. Uh, so uh, that's IFN. All right, so let's move out to the garden. Uh, again, if you follow me on social media, you, you can see since I've been back, I've been out in the garden, but starting very simply. Everything I have, I've started in containers. Uh, a lot of things I've started with just um, little clippings uh, to really keep it affordable. And because I have a tendency, yes, I hate to admit this, but to kill my plants. Yes. Um, that makes me very sad. Uh, 
So I start small. Uh, I don't want to spend a lot of money uh, if um, if I can't get them to survive. And that's going to change based on commitment level and area that you have, how much sun, how much water, temperature. You know, I'm kind of starting late in the season. So what have I got going on? Um, Nasturtiums, uh, they got really beat up. I don't know if I overwatered them or if it was because we had a cold snap. Not sure if they're going to make a, make it. They're not dead yet, and I am babying them, uh, so we'll have to see. If you've never planted nasturtiums, probably plant them at the wrong time of year. But when they thrive, they're these amazingly beautiful flowers, and I pop them in salads. Uh, they make great housewarming gifts or hostess gifts, or if you're doing a community potluck, I always take, the, I always show up to the potlucks with these. One, because I don't really cook. I know that. Why am I, um, why am I a dietitian? Um, <laughs> my husband does most of the cooking, but I can make a pretty mean salad and I throw those flowers on top and man, um, I look like I am pretty darn fantastic. So that's the nasturtiums. Uh, uh, Bill Wademeyer's lemon tree, uh, and we do go through a lot of lemons, so I, I found one of those. Um, he picked up a couple more blueberry plants. Uh, we're leaving everything in pots right now until probably about March, and then we're looking for where we want to plant them in the yard. My pepper plants, man, they are just kicking it. These, these, these guys are awesome. I planted one poblano and two Cajun bells, and we are going to harvest those babies uh, this week uh, and make. Um, uh, I haven't said if I'm going to make turkey or um, beef relenos. Relenos. I don't know how to say that word. Uh, you're supposed to use jalapenos in the recipe I found, but I think those Cajun bells are going to work just fine. They haven't turned red yet, but we ate one the other day and they definitely have some kick to them. I also planted one strawberry plant um, because I have been known to kill the strawberries in the past. So I'm just going to try one. And I've got two varieties of lavender going. And then I got half a dozen house plants that I started from clippings. The ivies, it, they're all alive and doing well. Um, I need to get some pictures of my, my inside little corner of my house uh, that um, someone came over to the house the other day and they're like, oh my gosh, it's actually starting to look like a home. How does that feel? Um, so that was kind of exciting for me. All right. So uh, it's going to wrap it up. Uh, I'm going to... Um, I want to talk a little bit about some podcast tips. Next week, I'm going to share my, my secret garden ingredient that everyone should have. So make sure you join me for next week. And then I found some great new articles on psoriasis. So I'm probably going to dedicate a good portion of the show to that. And then, of course, we'll do the, the, the garden stuff and maybe some holiday tips and whatever else I mentioned earlier in the show that I was going to talk about next week. Uh, Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Becca, for being my very first uh, subscriber. Uh, she she sent me a picture, and I was like, oh, crap. And she was like, well, why, oh, crap? I subscribed. And uh, it's kind of funny how sometimes when you write something, it doesn't come with the same tone as if you say it. But I was like, wow, it's real. Um, I guess I better get to work. Uh, so the, the podcast is real. We are in the Apple store, which is a huge, uh, accomplishment, um, especially for, for a brand new 
show. Um, so very, very excited. Um, thank you to all of my Facebook friends for, um, uh, for the congratulations and the words of support and for listening to my show. Um, such really good feedback for, you know, one or two social media posts. Okay. I know that some of you um, are podcasting just so that you can hear the show and you've never, you've, you've never downloaded a podcast before. So I want to take a few minutes to help you guys out because I really do appreciate your support. Uh, if you're on an iPhone, it's that little purple icon on there. And from there, you just, um, you type in the health chick and it's T-H-E and then health and then chick, C-H-I-C. And the show should come up with my picture. Um, eventually, I guess I need to make a logo, but for now, it'll work. And then you want to hit the subscribe button. And what that does is every time I upload a new episode, you'll you'll see it as there's a new episode available. Uh, in the, the three little dots that mean more, you can click on that to tell you how you want to manage your podcast. So I suggest um, serial, meaning, um, you know, start with the first episode just because each episode I kind of build on each other. But it's totally up to you. There's the fast forward button. So if, if I, if I bored you, you can go one and a half times. And so I talk really, really fast, even though I kind of talk fast to begin with. So you can kind of still hear the show, but you can find the parts that really interest you. Uh, and then as, as soon as I've earned it, um, please give me five stars because that helps us boost our ratings. If I haven't earned it yet, please don't give me one star. Um, I know you guys, um, love me and probably wouldn't do that anyway, but please don't. Uh, I will get the tech. Um, I think I'll get better and better each time. Now, if you don't have an iPhone, you're on an Android. I don't know why people still use it. Billy uses one of those, but, um, you know, I'm definitely the iPhone girl. But if you're on an Android, you can go to um, Pod Bean, Bean Pod, um, and uh, just go to however Android people find their apps. Um, I think that's in Google. I guess I'll have to look to see if I'm in Google. I'll, I'll work on that this week. Uh, but download um, Bean Pod. And then it's the same thing. You can subscribe to the show. Both are both are free, so you don't have to spend any money. And then if you don't want to listen to the podcast on your phone at all, you can, um, on Facebook, uh, I posted the link, and you can just click on the link. It'll take you either to iTunes or BeanPod, uh, and you can listen right on your computer. The benefit to the podcast, though, is you put it on your phone, you're in the car, you're on I-4 sitting in traffic, uh, and instead of listening to the radio, which is all talk and commercials anyway, you could be listening to me. Um, so I am, I am much gratitude, much appreciation. Uh, thank you for spending time with me. Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, you can find me on Instagram. I am Wendemere underscore Riley. Remember that's Wendemere. It's W-E-N-D-I-M-E-R-E -E -E underscore Riley, R-E-I-L-L-Y. Or if you want to go on Facebook, if we're, if we're not friends, I think I'm going to, um, uh, the TV show that I did years ago and the, the station went out of business, but I have a page, it's called a greener life with the health chick. And I think that's where I'll transfer the, some of the podcast information. So you can, you can find me on social media. And I think that's it. Um, 
Thanks for being with me and make it a healthy week.